This is really helping. <laughs> Oh, man. I just, I know you weren't going to like the Weedem Boys. You know, I knew you weren't going to take that um, positively. <laughs> yeah. I'm not wrong about that either. No, I didn't want to hear Weedem Boys. That's your, that's your victory song. It's a victory song, and by golly, was there no victory. God, I was looking forward to a Cowboys victory Monday, a, a, a Cowboys victory conversation on Wednesday. And we're sitting here. Listen to Celine. There will be no such thing on the Nosebleed Seats podcast with Zach Wolchuk and Eric Chiafalo. Instead, it is a Cowboys morning. We will have a Cowboys conversation because, man, is there a lot to talk about. But it was not a pretty sight. No victories to be had. Maybe on one side of the ball, but all in all, a putrid, disgusting effort by the Dallas Cowboys. And we'll see. Can they rebound against the Giants on Sunday? My golly gee. Divisional game. Ah, it's huge, right? It's huge. Massive. Huge. Potentially the biggest game. Well, it's the biggest game of the season, Wolchuk. Yeah, it is. You want to know why? Because it's the next game. It's the next game. That's damn right. But let's take some time and reflect back on the Cowboys' 16-8 season opening defeat at the hands of the Carolina Panthers. And Eric, uh, I, I assume you got to sit down and watch this one in its entirety. Sure did. So, you, of course, being the neutral party, not a Cowboys fan, live in the area, pay attention to the Cowboys, follow along with them, obviously. But a neutral party, level-headed. Me, bathing in silver and blue goo. Barbecue. An absolute cowboy fest here. Lunatic, crazy fan, obsessive, right? Uh Probably willing to jump off a mountain right now, if we're being serious. I, I wanted to check in on you the other day because I knew you were not going to be happy. I mean, my God, that was just such a poor performance from top to bottom. It's hard to really have anything positive to say. Um, there's, a, there's a few things positive. I think Taco Charlton may have had his best game. Great. Yay, Taco! Yes. Woo! We're all getting tacos! Big stuff, Taco Charlton. Wow. Oh, man, what I a love player. the Supreme! What a player. Now, unfortunately, Vander Esch didn't do much in the way of showing up. Vander Schmoo. He was, he was there physically, um, but so did he nothing rotated to in, I think. make anybody want to watch him play football. Every third series. They didn't play him a ton. And he's still wearing that ever-so-off-putting neck brace. We can agree to disagree. I still like the, the brace. The neck brace is my thing. It's bad. But your thing. Sean Lee's missing tackles. Wow, that was embarrassing. Sean Lee's missing tackles. Tyron Smith's getting called for holding. He's also missing a few blocks. First of all, the entire, I mean, the holding, the offsides, oh, the, the, uh, the penalties, the, the false right? Start, Just the penalties in general, the, so mental, bad. the delay of games. Jeez. Come the bleep on, Red people. Jay, you got to get a hold of your squad. Bro. Oh, well, you got to get a hold of... He's an offensive coach, right? And it's his system. So they say. And this dude has been running the same offense for a decade, and he's got Scott Schmishman going ahead and calling plays, and we're calling... Hey, man, they got Sanjay Lyle. That's the best receivers coach in football. Well, he can't coach the tight ends because they're not even throwing to the receivers. They're throwing screens to Jeff Swaim out oh there. Oh, my God. I saw them. They're throwing throw screens screen to Jeff Swaim. bleeping Swaim. Yeah. And they're playing. They don't have two tight ends that are worth even suiting up. 
but they're playing two tight ends every freaking snap. God, they love two tight ends. Two oh. tight ends and a fullback. Look, you know what? If you're going to wiggle out <laughs> two tight ends and a fullback, by God, why didn't you make sure you did whatever it took to get one on your roster that could play? He ain't kidding. What the hell? And then you see this guy in Seattle, Disley. This dude wearing Jimmy Graham's old number with Seattle. He's an undrafted rookie free agent, and he looks like Jeremy Shockey out there. Just, just, just kicking stud. the Broncos' ass. Yeah. And I'm like, what yeah. the hell? We, what is happening? Hey, you guys are throwing out a Jarwin, a Schwame, man, a Schultz. And then you got Dak Prescott, who, by gosh, and I, I asked you about this. This is my concern. You were there for many camps. You were there for OTAs. And I'm telling you, I'm like, Eric, please, I want you to pay close attention and come back to me with results. How is Dak's accuracy? How is his footwork? How are their mechanics? Well, how the hell did they look to you on Sunday? Well, they were terrible. Jeez, bad as can be. He was passing up open receivers. Uh, bad as bleeping can be. Now, they were playing behind the sticks plenty, especially hey, in that on. first half. I need to take this call real quick. Okay. We can stay on the air. Hey, Nick, what's up, buddy? Sexy Nick? Yeah, it's no, it's it's Nepic. It's Nepic. Oh, Nepic. I called him right before we started rolling. Good God, hey, I just How wanted to ask you something. Nick. I printed off that this email. Is unbelievable. But I, I'm just turning in that second page of it, right? That has the the box on it. Cowboys conversation. Like I don't need the first part of like Tim for forwarding me this the email. Is, Walter, and then, this is for you. Okay, this isn't my. Okay, team. this perfect. isn't my. And thing. I I uh, signed it like off the far right side. I could be doing a thousand other things right now. I'm okay, listening perfect. to Nick I just Nepic wanted to double Zach check with you, buddy. Thank you so much. Enjoy your night, my man. I, I'll watch my hands later, okay? You are on the clock. Okay, well, well, we'll we'll get back. We'll touch base about that. All right, peace. Love you. This is ridiculous. I'm sorry. I had to figure something out. I had to sign something, and I wasn't. I wanted to make sure that I turned it in on time. And he was doing something with his fiance. So wow, this is look. I didn't know that if took I took a turn for the we, sexual really quick. I know it did. I know it did. Why I, did you I do apologize. that on a Cowboys conversation? Look, you, you bring us into Nick Nepic's bedroom. Was that a little three way conversation you guys just had? It was more than three. The fiance was there. It was four. Incredible. And I thought the listeners would be into it. Well, it was only one sided. You can't throw them. You can't put them on the board. Throw them into the thing and let us all hear. But you know what? I think that Gosh, the not how knowing. How selfish of you was that? The not That's knowing so is selfish. No, the not knowing is what makes it sexy and dangerous. What kind of? Some guy takes a phone call and you're just standing there. Yeah, you're wondering what's he wearing, who's he talking to, what's going on. I have all those thoughts. I have no answers. But you're thinking about it. I'm also thinking about the L. Yes, and it was a bad one. And Dak looked like crap. Dak looked bad. And you know what? It wasn't even the receivers. Like, Michael Gallup was running open, and Dak couldn't hit him. Bless his heart, Blake Jarwin was running open, couldn't and Dak hit couldn't hit him. Yeah. And the fact that they didn't, you know, look, they ran a, a little quick out route, quick hitter to Mr. Tavon Austin, who they should have been doing those screens to in the first place. Get Tavon out there. Put Tavon on. They barely had Tavon Austin on the field. I think he had one touch. It's fourth and ten. Yeah, I think he played ten snaps. When the offseason, they said something about 20, he had like 20 something a game. <laughs> I knew that was it, was it was a mistake of Tavon words. Tavon Austin might lead the league in touches this year. That is according to Stephen Jones, it's Dallas Cowboys VP. It's fourth ten. Game on the line. One, you probably shouldn't go for it at this stage of the game anyway. I mean, am I wrong? You've got three timeouts. You're on the positive side of the two-minute warning. 
you punt it. Chris Jones was your best player probably on Sunday. He most likely is going to pin Carolina deep. You've got three timeouts and the two-minute warning. Your defense has been great for the yes. most part all day long. Minus a couple of read option hiccups here and Sean Lee missed tackles. Overall, the defense was a positive. We're really just focusing on the offense here as the negativity. Your defense played well enough to win. Sean Lee had four tackles. Allowing 16, well, you know, and Kayvon Frazier had like 20. When you are holding opposing teams to 16 points, you should win in the NFL. 100%. I meant to do this, but if, if you look at literally every single team that scored 16 points or less, they lost. They lost. The Giants scored 15. They lost. The Carolina Panthers should not have won, but the Cowboys' offense was so absolutely disgusting to watch, and it had been in the preseason. The ones looked good, but the last two games of the preseason, it looked really bad, and that kind of stale, moldy, disgusting puke you're it right. Carried on over. Every team that scored Every 16 single points team or that less, 16 or less lost. lost the game. Except for the Carolina Panthers. They beat the Dallas Cowboys. Yes, because the Cowboys offense couldn't do a damn thing. And it literally is the same old thing, just new personnel. And you go ahead and you bring in Tavon Austin, who's actually got some skills. I know he hasn't made it that much of a career in the NFL, but he's had moments. Certainly hasn't lived up to being the eighth overall pick. I get it. I'm not trying to act like Tavon Austin is Larry Fitzgerald, okay? But at least he has some speed. But he's bringing something to the table, and it's fourth and ten. You're gonna go to you're gonna go for it when you shouldn't. What you should do is pin them back, let your defense do what they've done all afternoon. Hopefully, stop them. Get the ball back in the same good field position you probably would punt it to, and go ahead and try and go from there. Instead, they go for it on fourth and ten. And Tavon Austin's not even on the field. Instead, it's a deep out to Deontay Thompson, who didn't initially make the 53-man roster. I was going to say, he's on the team? Yeah. Noah Brown's on IR. Noah Brown's on IR opened up a spot. Ah, Deontay Thompson. He's a Sanjay Law guy. Attaboy, D. And Thompson gets his hands on the football. Can't quite get it. Was it a poor throw by Dak? Yeah, Dak had a bad day. Dak had one of his worst days. And he had some bad ones the second half of last season. Dak Prescott right now is a concern. What do you think about this? Dak Prescott was one of just two quarterbacks who only attempted one attempt of 20 or more yards down the field in week one. The other quarterback was Deshaun Kaiser, who only had a total of seven attempts. The offensive play calling is absolute trash. They're not getting any help from the players in terms no, of the penalties. No, they're not. I get it. The, I get the, it. The Look, but, mis-execution. Okay, so the discipline, though, does that not also fall on the head coach? 100%. So it's a coaching issue more so than anything else. I know that you don't quite have the same amount of talent as you once did. Okay? I know you've got a lot of new pieces. You don't have a Hall of Fame tight end. You decided to cut Des Bryant, whether people think he's still good or not. He was a name. He was someone opposing teams are at least going to respect out there. I get that. You're, you got Michael Gallup, a third-round receiver. You got Alan Hearns, who's a, an okay dude. He's had one good year with Jacksonville. You don't have a lot of threats out there other than Ezekiel Elliott. Everyone knows you're going to give the ball to Ezekiel Elliott. But you turn on the Bears on Sunday night football. People consider one of the worst teams in the NFL, and they have been. Here's a new head coach in Matt Nagy, young Disciple of Andy Reid, offensive coordinator from the Chiefs. 
and they're doing a lot of creative things, man. They've also got a young football team. They've got a second-year quarterback who hasn't proven a damn thing. They've got a third-round running back who's been pretty damn good but was told he's not that good. They've got a, a, a wide receiver coming off an ACL injury they paid big money to. they got a rookie second-rounder. Same kind of deal. But, man, they're doing some things that you look at and say, wow, that's creative. They're putting their guys in a chance to succeed. I don't see that from Scott Linehan and this coaching staff offensively. It's the same old dried crap that they ran when they went 13-3 and in 2007, and they think it's still going to work in 2018. When you don't have Tony Romo, who's able to change the play on the fly. Since December 16th, 2007, the Dallas Cowboys have had only four games with their starting quarterback in a game and failed to get to 10 points and 250 yards. All four of those games took place in the last nine regular season games the Cowboys have played. It's it's horrible. It's horrible. Sort of just trying to just throw gas on the fire here. You know, it's not. It, it's just frustrating. It's frustrating. And I did it too. I sat back and I thought, man. We could really be something, guys. It's a new year. Zeke's back. New we don't year, have to worry about Zeke, the suspension. New, new, still, new Jason. Yes, new everyone. New receivers coach, bro. It's not going to matter. because we can seen just, the new offensive line coach? Paul Alexander, big mother bleeper. This guy knows what he's doing. Coach Richard. Oh, Richard. And he did. He wears cleats to Look, practice. No, the defense, Ron Mar- Marinelli. We're going to the Super Bowl. Marinelli and Richard are not my problem. Don't even bring them up. They did it. Kudos to them. If it weren't for this defense is good enough to win 10 games this year. For the first time in forever, it seems like this defense is the the better side of the football. It used to be this defense is so bad, we've got to make sure we hold the ball for 40 minutes out of the 60 in the game. limit. The, so they're fresh the whole time just to keep them off the field because they're going to get their ass kicked. Now, damn it. I wish the defense was just more capable of forcing turnovers. That's the only thing they're lacking. Yeah, the turnovers would be nice. Also, an offense that isn't constantly in second and nine would be pretty oh, nice, too. Gosh, three and out, three and I mean, the poor defense was exhausted. Exhausted. I talked to you about this off air. I was like, look, I got angry because there was someone on our uh, the, the text at our radio station that we work at. It was just texting in, blah, blah, blah. We're talking about the Cowboys. He's, the, the text is like, well, why, check this. why aren't you well, talking check. about no. You sound like shit on the radio. <laughs> oh, my God. Shut this fucking guy. Wall check up. He's a piece of shit. No, it wasn't anything uh, directed at me. I fucking can't stand it. Who's this wall check piece of shit? <laughs> That's probably what you were thinking listening to, which is fair. Fuck this wall check guy. Whoa, 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 whoa. <laughs> oh, that's it. Very, very rude. Dude, that texture is a total... Why did we let that guy call in the show? I don't know. I don't know. But Who he let him on he the was good guy. You know, it's probably one of the others. He goes ahead and is like, why aren't you talking about the, the rest of the division? And I basically was thinking to myself, why does it matter? Right? The Cowboys have their formula for success. They're going to establish the run. They're going to run the football successfully. Zeke's going for 2K. Exactly. They'll be able to set off the play action, which will in terms make Dak more comfortable. He'll probably start running a little bit. Everything's easier. You've already got a pretty good defense. They'll be fresh because you're dominating control of the clock. You're playing with a lead. That's their formula for success. If they get down multiple scores, I don't know if this team can do it. 
Now they got down 16 to nothing. They missed a field goal in there too. You know, that's another thing. Oh, Maher. They missed a field goal in there, so everyone's like, well, now how stupid do you look? The ghost of Dan Bailey. Yeah, you returned. almost knew. It took no time at all. You Literally, almost how funny knew that, that was going to happen, though, right? I love that it was week one. Like, we knew it was going to happen it was, no, between it was now happen. and week, week 16. Kick. But good God, it happened week one. The first time Maher sets the field on a regular season game. The first time football matters in Maher's life, he steps up and freaking shanks one. Welcome to the NFL, Maher. Yeah, welcome. And welcome to Dallas. Dan Bailey. Uh, Dan Bailey, who are the two happiest people on earth on Sunday? Oh, Dan Bailey and Des Bryant. Amen. Absolutely. Those two guys were just drowning in tequila, loving life, probably on a beach somewhere, watching the Cowboys just crap all over the field. I mean, that's literally what we watched. We watched three and a half hours of Dallas Cowboys players just taking craps all over that Carolina field. That newly center field painted, no more shield. We're not backing the shield anymore. We're putting our logo on there. It's the Panthers face. Which I thought was badass. I liked it. Oh, it was incredible. Yeah. And then and then what the Cowboys players do? They went out there and they crapped all over it. They were like that coach. Oh. Uh Tamigli. Tom Thomas Tamigli. One of your Italian boyos, huh? Tommy. Tommy, whatever the bleep his name is, but he's taking craps all over the field. He is crapped on that same high school field. And again, it was I thought it was a, a fertilizer situation. <laughs> it was not. No. It was to rub bleep in the the, the the crosstown rival's face. It was incredible. Back to the Cowboys. Yeah, so I don't really know. I, I, I'm so done with Garrett and Lanahan. I'm done with them. And I know it's one weekend. I don't oh, want to yeah. be that fan that's like, guys. I'll be that fan. But I, it's been it's been coming, and I've probably, probably held been, on no, longer than a lot of people oh, should have. holding on. You just let it go. And I've been holding the tip and slapping the tip and not allowing the burst. Stop slapping it. And I am now letting it go. Please. I have said, bleep this. I'm sick and tired of you stale old rotten Bleep holes. Mm-hmm. Feels good. I'm sick and tired of it. Yeah, you are. You're holding us back. We're never going to be bleep anything anymore. We need some fresh blood. We need some creativity. Yes. I need some intelligence. Give me some Some knowledge. offensive nuances that people haven't seen for 20 years. 25. Yeah. Mm, 22. It's so frustrating. It's beyond frustrating. Listen, man, I'm frustrated for you. I mean, I was watching that game, and all I could think about was how you were just drowning not only in the barbecue sauce, but also your sorrows. And I hate that for you, you know? Because I'm I'm sitting over here as a Dolphins fan, 1-0. Well, you know, first of all— And I'm trying to relate to my 0-1 friend, yeah. and there's clearly—there's a divide here. And I want, I want to just relate to you so bad. Shut and all I can up. think is just how— we're one and oh. I want the world to know that we're one and oh. Yeah, you're oh and one. Man, that ain't no fun. Yeah, your team blows. Yeah, you're oh and one. Woo! I'm one and oh. I want the world to know. Dolphins one and oh. Yeah, you're. Team they blow. Yeah, you're O and one, and that ain't no fun. You done? I'm one and oh. Come on, sing along, Walter. 
First of all, your game I'm took twenty four hours to play. Yeah, it was a it was a record breaking. My game. God, it was a historic game that it was we a came four out on hour, top of. It was, it, was like, it was literally a game plus worth it'll of be, rain delay. It'll be in the record books forever. Walchuck, that Dolphins victory will go down in the history books, friend. Yeah, whatever. Congratulations. I'm happy for Thanks, you until bro. that discussed. What, what were you just doing? Oh, That's, I don't even know. I bleep hole. I don't even know the the one and oh. Just elation no, took over. I might have. I, I, I was willing to that. sing the Dolphin song, and no, no. But my team sucks. When you got to be an ass about I'm it. I'm sorry. No, I wasn't. No, even, you, that man. wasn't me, bro. You, I don't even, that was a total different. Like I don't even know what just took over. Ass I'm sorry, is what took I'm over. I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Can you can you forgive me for that? Yeah, I'll forgive you because it is a good feeling to be one to know. I hope to God the Cowboys are just one and one after this game against the Giants. We'll talk more about that on a football Friday, but uh, this was therapeutic. I'm glad that we got this out the way. I'm so fucking annoyed, and uh, I'd like to end now. Okay, can you? Okay, bro. Yeah, no. Listen, you're. I just. Hey, listen. My heart goes out to you, all the Cowboys fans. I do want to propose this to you because I, I, I've been. I've been in talks, right? Oh, you've with, been in talks. I've been in talks with numerous. The hell does this mean? Numerous Cowboys fans. Okay. And uh, they are really, really. I mean, as you know, as one you, of us. Yeah, they're, they're butthurt. And oh, I bet they're butthurt. They they were saying to me. Given the option right now, all you know is that either they're making the playoffs, you don't know anything that happens after that, you just know they're going to make the playoffs, or you know they're going to suck so bad that you're guaranteed a top five pick. Right now, what would you choose? I think I'd take the top five pick and a Garrett firing. Wow, because that's what you assume it's it's accompanied by? Yes, I would assume that's accompanied by Garrett firing. Okay, and that is right on. And I can go ahead and draft a quarterback. There you go. Potentially. There if you Dak go. Pre- because most likely Dak Prescott's not the guy. If you're going top five pick. Okay. Looks like we have a consensus then because every one of the Cowboys fans that I've spoken to, which now, including you, is two, have agreed. <laughs> so, wow. Yeah. It's incredible. Yeah. Believe the playoffs because it's not that you, I'm not guaranteeing you a Super Bowl. I'm not guaranteeing you even the second round. Yeah. And most likely it'd be one and done per Boom. usual. Amen. So, okay. Yeah, I, I'd rather just at this point. I think it's going to take a six wins or less type year sure. to get him out the door. Uh, but you saw Jerry; he let. I mean, man, that's yeah, true. I, I'm pretty that's sure true. I watched him throw his Johnny Walker Blue across the press box. That the fact doing. that he just kind of snuck on out was was big. Did not want to talk to the cameras. I think that said enough. Is that the first you know? time in the history? Have we? Has there ever been another documented time where Jerry Jones didn't want? To talk in front of the camera, I don't know the answer. He refused to that. a microphone. No, I, don't I know. literally don't, I don't know. know. Like this could be a first. It might have been. Like I know the Dolphins I mean, he's game was typically the kind of guy that really does want to talk. He loves talking. Oh my god, he loves talking. But even if he doesn't want to answer a question, if you ask him that third time, he'll go from not going to talk about it. I'm going to talk about, about it, it. Eh, especially if you, you get a little what? bit of Johnny Walker. Blue. Did you just ask me that third time? Especially, why not? Yeah. And he said, "Oh, did you want to talk about Randy Gregory?" No, no. Well, I wouldn't you didn't want, want to talk, talk about, about that either. The and hatred you and had hey, for that's your coach, another quarterback, thing. that's another thing. Well, what the hell's happening with Randy? Oh, I don't know. Is this guy <laughs> even going to play? I don't, I don't know. know the answer. I to would that. imagine with by now, there's just been too much time passed. Like, I'm just so dude, you know what? If I'm, he failed if the he drug test, a little bit of weed. Why the hell does it matter? Suspended. Why are we on this guy's ass for smoking some pot? 
Are you serious? It's that big of a deal if the dude wants to smoke a little bit of weed for his depression and anxiety. Let's put the dude in counseling. I mean, hell, may, he probably did need the rehab, right? The guy obviously was to the point where he could not live without, maybe it wasn't just marijuana. Maybe it was prescription drugs. Maybe it was some other stuff. Cocaine. But if it literally is it's because the relapse is the dude smoked a blunt, come on now. Are we seriously doing this? But it was also that blunt was dipped in NyQuil, sprinkled with Keef, rolled in wax. You seem to know a lot about this. What? No, the, I I read about it. That's just from the that's from the sources. Yes, you're educating yourself on the High Times magazine. I think that was. I think Schefter did describe it just like that. Rap report, maybe. More it sounds like a rap. It does sound like rap. All right. Well, we'll see what happens. Uh, we'll talk about the Giants game and flip the page on this thing coming up on Friday for a football Friday. Can, can you just promise me one thing? Yeah, I know, I know you're sad and you're down and you're sulking. No, I'm, I'm good now. But that's what I want. That's what I want. That's I want to come in here, and I know we got a bleep round tomorrow, and that's fine if you're still feeling it. But by foot, by by football Friday, yeah, I'll be good. I need you to be good. I'll be looking on. forward. Oh, I need yeah. the tits. I need the, the, them to be. You're covered up so much tonight. You're just you're just so reserved. I just I'm I can't in sweats. Stand. I'm in mourning. I don't like this. You. I don't like this. You. I need a happy Friday football Friday party. With Walchuk, I love fries man. and I love yays. Yes, you do, especially when there's football involved. It's mixed in there with some yays. All right. Go Dolphins. Yeah. We'll be back tomorrow with a bleep around. Hugs and hand pounds, everybody. Enjoy your hump day. This has been a presentation of the Nosebleed Seats podcast, the show everyone can afford to listen to. You stay cam poised. Come poised.